0: Hey, everybody, this is Ty from the band Sink In. You don't care about us, though. You care about Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Please like us on Facebook, where you can click the anchor link to leave us a voicemail. You can follow us on Twitter at Stay Tuned TNH. You can even email the show at Stay Tuned TNH at gmail.com. We appreciate your support. Now let's get into the show.
1: All right. Well, welcome to another week of Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Thanks for listening. And uh, by the way, folks, we were just talking before the show. And uh, hey, good morning, Troy. By the way, good morning. Uh, Hey, um, you know, we were talking before the show about how you know our fan base appears to be a little more away from our general location. And uh, it would be nice for uh, some of our local folks, you know, our friends and family and people from in town, promote us. You know, <laughs> let, let them know that we're around and, uh, you know, we're, we're here chatting it up. We might not be always chatting about local stuff, but, you know, we still are locals and, you know, support us.
2: Another option for your ears, right? Well, you
1: know it. You know it. Why not? Hey, I, I was mowing grass yesterday and uh, what a perfect thing to do then just listen to your podcast while mowing grass.
2: Absolutely. That's, yeah. When I mow my
1: grass, that's what I do. <laughs> and why are we I mowing mean, grass I, in November, by the way, Troy?
2: I don't. I mean, a lot of mine was leaves, I'll be honest. Yeah, same um, here. But um, I don't know. This is, this is crazy. Um, but, I mean, with that being said, though, I mean, here we are mowing grass in November, but also people are already starting to get their – christmas decorations out and stuff so (laughs) you know
1: me too me too
2: i mean i i got mine out last sunday we uh the family and i went through the house and did our stuff on monday okay um but it doesn't weather didn't feel like it you know what i mean it was so weird and but i guess people are just looking for a way to trying to find some sort of normalcy and positivity out of this whole thing, you know? Yeah,
1: and in and, and regards to decorating outside, I mean, I think it's also because the weather is nice in November, so let's do it before it turns ridiculously cold, you know, which yeah. which is going to happen sooner or later. Yeah,
2: we're going to get a spell here eventually where it's going to get cold.
1: Yep, so uh, in fact, here in central PA, I believe they're calling for snow flurries on Tuesday. Oh, okay. <laughs> I did not hear that. Yeah, yeah, uh, I'm not looking forward to that, because I, I really don't like the weather below 70
2: degrees. Yeah, I'm not a big fan it. we've talked about this before, but yep. yeah, I see, oh yeah, you're right, I'm looking at the forecast ahead for our area, and um, today is like basically the last day in the 50s until the end of the week, Yeah.
1: So. so true, so, so true. Here it comes, and it looks like it's supposed to be raining here today, I
2: didn't realize that.
1: Today? Yeah. Okay. Well, I got some more lights to put up on the roof, so I need to. I need to get rolling.
2: Yeah, it says chance of rain, one hundred percent. Oh my
1: gosh! So, it's on its way. Does it say what time?
2: It doesn't, but uh, you can you can get cracking if you want to uh, as <laughs> soon as we're done with the podcast. Right? That's
1: right. Yep. That's probably what I'll be doing then. Oh man!
2: So. Uh, play it, play it. Playing Clark, Clark Griswold, huh?
1: <laughs> you know what's funny is uh, Andy, my neighbor, who was one of our mm-hmm. guests, he yelled over. He goes, oh, look, the Griswolds are at it again. <laughs> <So>.
2: <laughs> um, it, it looks right around noontime is when I'm supposed to start oh, kicking
1: okay. in. So. Yeah, I should have everything up by then. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's what's happening. And uh, So what, what's going on in your neck of the woods? How's your mom, by the way?
2: My mom is doing uh, great. She was released from the hospital yesterday. Okay. Um, she's, she's feeling a lot better. Um, That's awesome. So, she, she said she lost her um, her smell for like a day, oh. not too long, but uh, she said she lost her her taste. Yeah. Um, for like three days or something like that. So that one took a little bit longer. But she said it was so weird.
1: I was like, just gonna say, how weird is that? You know where. Yeah. You're just losing it. And it's it attacks that sense. Like, yeah. I
2: don't. Yeah. And, don't and you know, know it's what? It's
1: just a weird thing. In, in regards to uh, uh, COVID, not that I want to go down a negative trail or anything, but it looks like looks like a vaccine is on its way.
2: It does. And hopefully right in time here, because um, numbers are going up like crazy again. Schools yep. are starting to shut down, or maybe not shut down, but go virtual. Mm-hmm. Um yeah,
1: I know my son's school, they they shut down for a week and then well, our school as well. Uh and then mm-hmm. they and then they returned uh in fact they return tomorrow. Yeah, uh, so but uh they shut down for a week but my son goes to um CTC which is a Votech and mm-hmm. uh and then the week after his school shut down. Uh, then Votex shut down the next week. So he was mm-hmm. without, He was on virtual for two straight weeks.
2: Yeah, my, none of my uh, my children's classes have shut down yet or Good. schools or anything. No, no, but the high school, um, the Cedar Crest High School did go virtual. I think they're, did they go virtual or they're going virtual Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? Oh, wow. Sign on up to just do an effort Deep Clean, give people a chance to stay home in case they had anything, that type of thing. Mm-hmm um but my my middle school daughter she does our virtual so nothing really affects her okay um but my two youngest went to they go full-time in school and so far nothing but yeah i mean this is the season right where everything starts getting crazy with sicknesses and colds and every time you have a sniffle or a cough is it covid who knows like
1: Mm -hmm. and that's kind of an interesting point troy i wonder like I, I would love to see the uh, the flu numbers. Did they yeah. drop, or did they go, or did they stay consistent? You know, along with with the COVID numbers.
2: Well, I mean, flu season runs what from what October till May or something like that. So
1: yeah, pretty much. So, um,
2: so we probably really won't know that until probably spring. Uh, but I
0: mean,
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly, because because it was kind of convenient that COVID started right when flu season was ending. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, it, a little bit of a of a crossover, but not much. Right. Um, so it would be interesting to see how COVID and the flu kind of you know go with each other there, and if there's any type of uh, you know are people getting the flu and not COVID, or Are they getting COVID and not the flu, or, right? Or are, they, or are they getting both?
1: Like, yeah. you know, so do both the viruses play nicely, or do they attack each other? Who yeah. knows? Who knows? But yeah, good to hear that your mom's out and and doing yeah. better. So,
2: so real, real quick. Going back to that vaccine, what, what's your opinion on that? Whether do you think? Um, do do you think like were you being in a, working in hospital and, yeah. uh, and a wellness field is that something that's going to be required by your employer?
1: Um, I would bank on it. I would be. I'm sure I I would be required to take it. And you know what? I really don't have a concern with taking it. I don't believe uh, from what I'm hearing. I I don't know if you've heard the numbers on this vaccine not that. But if you look at the flu vaccine for example, if you're if we're doing a comparison, the flu vaccine has a 30 to 50% success rate. Uh-huh. That's that's not that good. <laughs> you right, know, which right. which says, you know, and I'm and I'm a victim of it as well. I've t- cuz I have to take it cuz of where I work. I have to take the flu uh vaccine uh-huh. every year uh and I sometimes will end up with the flu. Yep. And then, but with the COVID vaccine, they're saying that the numbers that they're finding and the numbers that, uh, in, in their test studies, it's showing a 90% success rate. Mm. That is, that's that's pretty amazing when it comes to vaccines. Uh, there is mm-hmm. no other vaccine out there that comes close to that kind of uh, a success rate. Do you know if it's going to be something that you need to do yearly? Or? Uh, that I don't know. That I don't know. Okay. But uh, I, you know what? I guess it's all going to depend on where this vac- or where this uh, virus is throughout the world. You know, is it something that's going to mm-hmm. kind of die down? Almost, I don't know. Almost like chicken pox or or the mumps. You know, remember when we were kids? It wasn't mm-hmm. that uncommon for us to come down with the chicken pox. I don't know if you've ever had it before, but I know I have. I did. I think I had it in third grade. Yeah. yeah. So, but now you don't hear about it because right. You know, there are vaccines out that kind of prevent that from happening. So, um, I'm not a huge fan of overly medicating, you know, but I am a fan mm-hmm. of if something's going to prevent it from happening, let's do it, you know. Yeah. That's why I'm hesitant yeah. when it comes to the flu vaccine. I do not like taking the flu vaccine. I will. Yeah, because
2: it's, it's really a shot in the dark whether it's going to work or not. Yeah, exactly. So. Well... My, my main concern with the whole vaccine thing was not necessarily if it works or that type of thing, but we, we haven't studied it long enough to really know what if something is affecting you 10, 15 years down the road from this vaccine that we don't know about yet. Right,
1: but, right, and that is the shot in the dark that you take.
2: So that's why I'm kind of – I'll be a little surprised. I shouldn't say that. I, I think I'll be surprised if most employers – especially people working in the health field, don't require it. Mm-hmm. But but in the same sense, I'm also surprised because you would think, like, they'd almost want to give you that option because we don't know the ramifications of it yet. What if what if something reacts to people in a certain way, you know, 10 years down the road and you develop some sort of weird cancer from it or something, you know? Like, yep. So, who knows? I mean...
1: You're right. It, <laughs> it's like anything. I mean i i guess if you look at the um if you look at the progression of society uh mm-hmm. you know people are living longer mm-hmm. you know so there is a reason for that, you know, and I think a lot of that reason is because of our our medical capabilities that we have now, sure you know sure. so so it's almost like you know what you almost wanna kinda go with progression uh because you wanna avoid things like that, you know yeah. I mean, it's just really weird, like, for the
2: longest, like, I, I, I can think of two examples off of my head. I mean, how often did you hear about, even when you were a baby, you should get your diaper change and then use baby power all the time? I would just, you know? Yeah, And now yeah. It's, like, it's like a
0: huge no-no
2: because, uh, I guess, the talcum or something can do something to your lungs or mm-hmm. whatever. And um, You seem and okay. The other thing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and what about the, uh, was the it's, what's the other thing? The, is it the Zantac? Zantac, or, um, uh, you know what, I it's, don't it's, know. It's, it's one of it's one of the um, um, acid things to control yeah. your acid reflux and stuff like that. I think it's Zantac, I don't know why. Okay. But there, there, ever, you've never seen that? There's a bunch of pages where a uh, lawsuit against Zantac because it was causing some sort of cancer. Or maybe it wasn't Zantac.
1: You know what, I, I'm not familiar with that, but I, I wouldn't be surprised. I definitely wouldn't be surprised. I know there was something that Johnson & Johnson uh, was producing that they stopped producing f- because of the results. Uh, and I don't know, maybe it has something to do with what you're talking about. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of an interesting world we live in, you know?
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, we have all this access to all this crazy, cool stuff, but in the same sense, like, you just don't know the ramifications down the road. Mm-hmm.
1: So, well, I also wonder too because uh, you know whoever produced this vaccine, and I don't know who is producing the vaccine, but whoever did,
2: how I heard Pfizer was one of
1: them. Okay, so Pfizer is going to be you know buy stock in Pfizer basically, <laughs> you know, because they're going to be around for quite a while, I'm sure, uh, just because mm-hmm. of that alone, you know, uh, but. But what about the person, like the actual scientist that actually, developed, oh, yeah. you know, what kind of, like, does he get the immediate Nobel Peace Prize or, or what, because he would probably deserve it, or he or she, I yeah. should say.
2: Yeah, exactly, yeah, um, it's it's a it's a big deal, you know, it's a big deal. I, yeah. I mean, definitely deserves some sort of recognition, and, and my guess is it's probably not necessarily this one person, I'm sure it's probably a team of people, you mm-hmm. know, Um. Yeah, it's. I don't know. We should see it pretty soon. I'm thinking.
1: Yeah, and and you know, it kind of kind of takes me to an interesting question for you, Troy. Uh, and and this is kind of a this kind of a interesting one to think about. If you could take a vaccine or a pill, that would guarantee you to live, either forever or for 200 years or whatever it may be. Would you be down with taking it if even if everybody else around you wasn't able to take it?
2: Mm. Isn't that I mean, I mean, I my my first initial thought was probably not, yeah. but also like it would also depend on the quality of life, honestly.
1: Yeah, well what if you were like the at where you're at right now, your quality of life right now is going to be at a standstill mm-hmm. for the next 200 years.
2: Hmm. I don't know. I mean, it'd be kind of cool to see how things evolve over time. You I, know? I agree.
1: Or, it would be interesting, you know. And you know, imagine imagine the interviews you would have to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was it like living back in 2020?
2: You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That'd be. Um... Like, I think it would get boring because everybody around you would keep living and dying and whatever. and yeah. You know what I mean? You'd probably get pretty depressed after a while.
1: I would think so as uh, well.
2: Yeah. But, but in the same sense, like, just the history of it would be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. To see things changing how the world's changing and interactions with different countries and everything. Like, yeah. it, would just, it, would be, it would be pretty neat.
1: It would be. I, I, I don't know. I would probably be leaning towards doing it. Uh, I just... I do have that will to not die, so you know. So
2: uh, I mean, so, mostly most everybody's born with that.
1: Yeah, exactly. So that instinct in me, <laughs> that instinct in me, would probably kick in and say, "Yeah, you know, give me the pill." Yeah. So I wonder how life is going to evolve over the next two hundred years.
2: I don't know. That's the thing that'd I mean, be pretty cool, though. Yeah. Um, I mean. So. Um, yeah. Go ahead. I don't. I don't know if you want to get into it right now, but we can kind of do our mystery clip this week if you'd like.
1: Yeah, I'd be game. So okay. uh, I'll tell you what, why don't we start off with this uh, music intro and, uh, and see what people uh, get from it. So okay. Here, so here we go. Let's see here. Here it goes. That is the uh, music composed by John Williams, who mm-hmm. um, composed the music for Harry Potter. Um, um, that it's, it's called the Hedwig's Theme, the piano version. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I guess the reason why we uh, are uh, playing that music is because, what was it, 18 years ago today, we had a, um, we had a Harry
2: Potter out. Yeah, Harry Potter, um, said it was the second one, which would have been Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Yes. It was released in 2002, and, um, in 2001, the beginning of November, this whole franchise started just in general with Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Mm-hmm. Um... So this, this was a big month for Harry Potter the first two years. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, yeah,
1: in fact, uh, this, this particular movie that was released uh, November 15th in 2002 uh, was the uh, second highest grossing film of 2002 earning $879 million at the box office worldwide. Uh, it was also the last film to feature Richard Harris as Dumbledore due to his death.
2: Yeah, he died... Uh, after filming this from what I was looking at here. Yeah. Um, Well, I should say shortly after the release. I'm sure they filmed it a while before this, but... uh, Yeah. um, Yeah, Harry Potter. I mean, like, um, myself, personally, not really... never really grabbed my attention. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But you got to respect what the franchise did. I mean, crazy numbers, billions of dollars.
1: Oh, my gosh, yeah.
2: Um, And... And quite a following and cult, really, that it led to, you know? Mm -hmm. And
1: you know who's profiting off of this a lot, by the way, is uh, Disney. Did you know they have, like, a special, um, like, a Harry Potter theme at Disney World? I didn't. Oh, my gosh, yeah. If you ever get a chance to go to Disney World, you literally, and I'm not a Harry Potter fan, so I don't watch it or anything like that. But at Disney, you literally step into the Harry Potter world. Like the the whole Ooh. the whole theme area is uh, composed of, um, of like the castle, the bank. I mean, anything that's a part of the Harry Potter world mm-hmm. is in there. And oh my gosh, it's just so amazing what they can do at these theme parks.
2: I, I didn't realize Disney um, that. Harry Potter was a Disney film, or, or is it? I don't know that it, a it is a film?
1: Disney film, but I think you know what. Let me think of it. Make sure that I'm thinking of the right place. Maybe it's Universal Studios that it's at. Um, okay. um, shoot, I can't remember which one it is. I I think it is Universal. Now that I think about okay. it, uh, I don't okay. know if it's a Universal Studios film, but I know like they have the rights to show the theme or the have the theme park and such. So I got you, yeah,
2: um, it does look like it it does look like it's a like it's a universal, okay,
1: yeah, so that makes yeah. more sense, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just amazing what they do there, like you're literally stepping into a Harry Potter world, and people are dressed in the theme, and uh uh in fact, when you go there, you can actually buy a um a magical wand, which is I guess their <laughs> stick or whatever. And then you can go through different parts and and touch it with the wand, and it'll do things. Uh, it, it's just amazing. Right. So, have what have you ever been to like Universal or Disney? And- no, um,
2: it's definitely something on our bucket list. Okay. Um, we wanted to go. We want to go really soon, honestly, before the kids get too old not yeah. to appreciate it anymore. Oh my god! Um, so, Disney is definitely one of them we want to go to, but also Universal. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, our company offers uh, four passes, four free passes. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah, so I'd still have to buy two if, if all six of us would go. I don't know. Um, yeah. I'm guessing my oldest probably wouldn't want to go anymore. He, he did go to Disney um, with his other side of his family since he's my stepson. Um, but um, so I'm guessing he probably wouldn't really want to go anymore. Maybe he would. I don't know. Yeah, I um,
1: bet he would. Why not? I still want to go, and I'm 46. No, <laughs> well,
2: there you go. Okay. So, so, but anyway, it's something it's some, definitely something um that yeah, we definitely want to do here yeah, real soon and, and uh hopefully hopefully things can kind of like, you know, get back to some sort of normalcy, maybe we can plan that out for uh either uh-huh. next year 2022. And know? you know
1: what, Troy? Here's what you should do. Um this is how this is how it'll appeal to your interest as well. Uh try to go down in March and stay at the uh ESPN Sports Zone right next to Disney. And you can also watch the Atlanta Braves spring training.
2: Yeah, yeah, that
1: would be right at yeah. the same time. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, yeah, you can you can watch their their complex down there. That would be kind of fun to watch.
2: How um, how busy of a time is it down there though? In uh, March?
1: You know what? It's going to be busy no matter what time you go down. For the most part, uh, yeah. I, we were down there I think two years ago, uh, but this was in February. And it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad at all. Um, we went down with my uh, my kids' band. Uh, mm-hmm. They went down to perform and such, which was kind of fun. Uh, but uh, but it, I mean, it was busy, but it wasn't. It wasn't like overly busy to where you were like not enjoying it. I mean, there's right. there's times where you would have to wait in line for over an hour. You know, it wouldn't be uncommon to wait in line for uh. an hour. That's the part that is frustrating. Yeah, no which thanks. is why. Ugh. Yeah, which is why. Like, you can actually purchase bands to go into the the speed up line, so to speak, and, and right, VIP. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so you do get shuttled in faster that way, which is nice. But uh, yeah, so there. But there are there are some downsides to it, especially if you go at peak times and such. Uh, but I'd say February and October are probably the two best times to go down. So. Yeah, because we were down there around Halloween several years ago, and uh, I don't remember waiting in line more than five minutes.
2: They probably had it themed up pretty nicely too, didn't they? With yeah. Halloween. Oh yeah. Eventually, yeah. they had things kind of decorated cool. Oh, and-
1: this was this was an awesome story, by the way. This is we were at Universal Studios. This was around Halloween, and we're kind of standing around and we're waiting to. Uh, We're just kind of just looking at the map and trying to figure out where we want to go next. And Uh these people were standing next to us. It was a group of people, and they were dressed, and they had, like, the KISS makeup on. And we were like, man, these guys are going all out here. You know, they're having a good time. And uh, so we're like, hey, let's just go to this place. So we walk down, and we see a sign. Next on stage, KISS. What? We were literally standing next to the band, KISS. (laughs) <laughs> and we didn't even know it. We just assumed they were just a bunch of idiots dressed up as Kiss for Halloween, and, uh, oh my and gosh, it was the actual funny. band. And we were just looking at them like they're like messed up. So <laughs> uh, but, that's funny. Yeah, uh, but they were also filming a um, a horror movie down there at Universal while we were down there,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: uh, and. So, but we couldn't go to all the locations right away. But what they did for us was they gave us free passes to come the next day. Um, that way we wouldn't miss anything, which was really cool. Yeah. So, but, yeah, really neat place. I mean, it just, you just start feeling like a kid again when you go to these places. And that's what's awesome mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. So, but yeah, well, you speak, got to go. to the kids.
2: Yeah. Uh, how about How about Wildfire?
1: Oh, yeah. Anyway, Wildfire's uh, kicking it off pretty good. What did you say? They have close to a million views with that one song?
2: With uh, the Hold On To That music video, they're they're closing in on a million views. It's like a little bit over 800,000 right now. Okay. Um, but they just released a new song. It's called Cut You Off. And um, they, they played it. Uh, they, they shared it on their Facebook Live the other night. Yeah. And um, they have a video coming out for it. It's going to be on sweetiehigh.com. How do you on spell November,
1: that? By the
2: way, it's sweetie. S W E E T Y and high. H I G H. Okay. okay. Um, so yeah, and that's going to dev- debut on November twentieth. You'll see the video for that. That's um, awesome. I, I tell you what, I, I listened to that song as they were playing it, and um, pretty good. Uh, it, yeah, it's pretty good. I, I I like where they're going, and okay. uh, I, I think this might be their biggest song today. Honestly, yeah,
1: awesome. What's the name of their song?
2: Cut you off.
1: Cut you off, okay.
2: With the with the letter U in the middle instead of uh gotcha. the word U. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, and I'll tell you what, there's nobody that promotes themselves more than they do. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Really. I'm always finding stuff for them, absolutely.
1: Yeah, they're always pushing their product out, which is good. They they're just they're just getting their name out and uh it, yeah, I I would really love to see them uh, make it big because they've worked hard
2: for it, you know. Mm-hmm. So And uh, speaking of uh, making it big you're, You got a message the other day Yeah,
1: yeah. Taylor Marie Wagner Another one of our guests uh, Actually sent mm-hmm. me a message And uh, she was asking me She was like how far is intercourse From where you live And uh, folks I don't know if you know this But Lancaster County, Pennsylvania Has a bunch of weird names When it comes mm-hmm. to town Intercourse, Blue Ball uh, What else is out there
2: Oh man, there's um <laughs> I I can't even think of them all right now. Yeah, but um,
1: But they're they're all weird sexual innuendos and uh but anyway, mm-hmm. uh she actually um got a um she got a call from some venue in Intercourse PA for her to play at and she was just asking how far it is from us and uh and I told her it's probably about forty five minutes and mm-hmm. Uh, but she's looking to uh, do a gig out there sometime uh, in 2021. So anywhere sometime early 2021 or possibly in May of 2021. So uh, we'll, definitely, uh, yeah, for yeah. we'll definitely let you and, folks know.
2: And she just won an award. Yeah. Uh, the fe- female rising star uh, from the International Red Carpet Award Show. And it was supposed to be in Holland. Mm-hmm. Um but due to COVID, it was obviously virtual. Um, but still, what an honor, you know?
1: I know, I know. She's uh, she's another one, you know. She's I think she's uh, she doesn't go the same route as wildfire in, in promoting and such. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and I almost think that comes a lot with her humbleness. She doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, she just doesn't seem like she's accepting how big of a star she is. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah
2: i agree yeah Yeah, she was just so laid back and um and one more update to get you up to is um what was that two or three weeks ago when we had dick the Grove bills dad on yes and um (laughs) you brought up an interesting question and asked him if he was ever going to monetize on it you know is there (laughs) any way to get it and uh he said no i don't know how whatever no big deal i just enjoy doing it yeah sure enough a couple days ago uh Bill's dad is excited to announce his partnership with PLB Sports and Entertainment, <laughs> who will be sponsoring our weekly videos. Um, uh, so you can go to plbse.com dot uh, to see their products. And um, I think a lot of what their products are, honestly, is um, th- like they do get a, a bit of a revenue off of it. But I think a lot of their do- a lot of their um, money goes towards donations and yeah. different charities. And stuff yeah,
1: that's like that. what I think. I- yeah, I don't, so I, don't, I was gonna say I don't think Bill's dad seems starving for money or, no. or anything monetarily. He does look; he does yeah. seem like he has the the heart of gold, basically. Uh, yeah. And speaking of Bill's dad and and Bill's mafia, you know, yeah. Why don't you uh, Why don't you update on what they're doing?
2: Yeah. So um, after the game uh, on Sunday against the Seahawks, just this past Sunday, it was revealed that. Uh, Josh Allen, the Bills quarterback, uh, his grandmother had passed away unexpectedly Saturday night, and um, when word got out about this, um, I mean, Bills Mafia just went into full uh, giving mode. Yeah, and um, they were they started donating money to I think it's called Oshie's or Oshido's Children Hospital. I, I'm, I don't even know how to pronounce it. It's O O I. S H E I. So Oshie is probably yeah, I guess. or
1: either Oishi or or Yeah, something along yeah. those
2: lines. That's but it's nice. but it's a children's hospital in uh-huh. Buffalo, and um, they raised. It's over five hundred thousand right now. I can't remember what I told you last. Was it like yeah. five hundred thirty-six thousand or yeah. something like that? I don't know. It's
1: amazing. Five hundred sixty-three
2: thousand is what they're at right now. Jeez. Um, there was um an article or a. A segment on CBS this morning yesterday and I wouldn't be surprised if you're watching any football today but um, the pregame shows and stuff like that there's probably gonna be some something we mentioned about it on there as well mm-hmm. so now the hospital is in talks uh, with the Allen family to figure out what they want to do with that money and what part of the hospital they want to dedicate to or what they want to exactly do with it mm-hmm. um, so yeah just <laughs> Isn't just the thing. Easy? I mean, and, and and let's not forget, like there were some big companies that matched uh, some of the donations, sure. but a lot of this was just individual people, uh, seventeen dollar donations.
0: Because
2: mm-hmm. that's that's the number of Josh Allen, just seventeen dollars. And think about and just,
1: this, uh, this: this isn't like big time um, promoting either. This is just word of right. mouth and, and yep. probably social media.
2: Yep. It's all yeah. Bad. So. And then um, I remember when I got to the four hundred and eighty three thousand mark, Josh Allen bunched in and he said, Hey, I'm gonna throw seventeen thousand in to make it an even five hundred thousand. But even now it's still going over that. Oh so. my gosh. That's awesome. So um, I know Topps friendly markets up there, they donated a seventeen thousand. Um so yeah, just I mean, it's it's one of those times where it really makes you proud to be a fan of a team like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah,
1: and, and I think that's neat. That's that doesn't get promoted enough. You know mm-hmm. where where the local sports towns and and the fan base uh, that support them, what they do for the community, and also what the athletes do for the community as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, Josh Allen, he seems like honestly, and I think I've said this before, but how much of a perfect fit is he for that organization? Mm-hmm. He really is. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, it's just neat to see that. It's almost I I don't know. It's kind of like Mario Lemieux to the the Pittsburgh community. Uh, mm-hmm. he, it's just a, it's just a perfect fit. Like you can't see him being anywhere else.
2: And speaking of the Pittsburgh community, um, I, I saw an article and you brought it up as well when we were talking, uh, earlier today. Yeah. Um, about the Steelers, uh, donating or buying meals for all the pool workers that were counting votes and stuff right. like that. During the, like, and then hand delivering like, it, you know? I mean, yeah,
1: those are the... Yeah. Yeah, just such a thoughtful and caring thing that you see. That too many times we're always pointing out the negativity of these guys, and they do mm-hmm. some good things.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, and you know, a lot of times you see that more. And I, I know we talk about this a lot too. A lot of times you see that more in the in the, the smaller market teams. That yeah. They're not so big, it. and it's. I think it's. I think with it being a smaller market, it's easier to tie the community together. It is. You know what I mean? It is.
1: Yeah, because I think when you're like, I know like in Pittsburgh, you can walk around and and you can point out, oh, that's where a lot of the Pittsburgh Penguins players go to eat, or mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people will see. You know, back in the day, you know, you'd see Heinz Ward just walking around downtown uh, and hanging out, or Jerome Bettis and such. And it's mm-hmm. just, uh, it's such a cool feeling to be able to not only call yourself a fan, but just to be a part of that community. In some way, shape, or form, and yeah. and I can tell that you're a, a definitely a, a proud Buffalo Bills fan, and and I think it goes beyond the play of their game. It, it goes that's to it. yeah. It goes to what they do for the community and and so forth, and and I think that's what's lacking a lot in pro sports, you know, because uh-huh. uh, you know, too many times we hear the word or we hear the phrase, "It's a business." It's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, you know what? It's a business to a point, but it's not a business. It's not anywhere near what a business is. And you're playing for a town. You're playing for a fan base. And the more that you connect with that fan base and that town, the better response that you're going to get and a following that you're going to get. And and you're going to feel supported and not want to leave it. So it's not going to feel like a business anymore. It's going to feel like a home and it's going to feel like a family. And I think that's what is lacking in a lot of these um, sports towns.
2: Well, one of my favorite quotes from a movie, and it might have even been in real life. I don't know. I just know it was in the movie. Yeah. It was the movie, the movie Miracle. Okay. And um, Kurt Russell played Coach Herb Brooks, the United States coach for the Miracle on Ice Team in 1980. And as they're skating and practicing, um, the thing that Kurt Russell said, or Coach Herb Brooks in the movie was, the name on the front of your jersey is a lot more important than the name on your back of your jersey,
0: Yeah. and you'll you'll
2: you'll get that eventually. And um, and I just and I don't know if that was the exact quote, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like oh yeah. Oh yeah. But it's it, it's so true. Like it really is. It really, like yeah, especially you're right in a team sport like that. Like not number one, the community will respect you a lot more. Let's say you don't have the product on the field that you want to have. Mm-hmm. It happens. Sometimes you have bad seasons. It happens. But by time, by being in your community and helping out around, like you're still not going to lose your fan base because you're still showing you care about your community, you care about your people around you, that type of thing. Yeah. But number two, um, a lot of times, caring about the name on the front versus the name on the back does lead to a lot more team unity and a lot more team success. Mm-hmm. So they, they usually go hand in hand.
1: Yeah, yeah. It does it really does, uh and yeah, and I know I was talking to you before too. It's like you know, how else do you get to be part of that community, but to actually interact with that community mm-hmm. and uh you know, I was telling you about the penguins, they're season ticket holders in the city, you know when when uh when when they purchase season tickets, the actual players of the Penguins will hand deliver those season tickets to the fans and that's how cool is that I mean it's just mm-hmm. uh, it, you would never see that in New York you know right. or um, and when I say New York I don't mean Buffalo I mean ne- I mean like New yeah. York City uh, yeah. you know it, it just gets that kind of stuff gets overlooked uh, about how important it is you know um, so if you want to say it's a business all right say it's a business but guess what part of your business is being connected to the community so mm-hmm. so figure it out figure it out folks so it's not always about the money. Um especially when you're already making in the millions of dollars, you know, think about think about the happiness that the community and the town that you're playing in is bringing you. Mm-hmm. You know, someone like Josh Allen, I mean, could you imagine him just saying, "You know what? I don't want to play for Buffalo anymore."
0: You no, and in fact,
2: in the interview, he uh, he actually was talking with somebody and he said um, he said, "I want to play here for the rest of my life." Yeah. Like, like I like, and, 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 and I guess that's probably the right thing to say, honestly.
1: Mm-hmm. But
2: I, I don't think it was that with him. I think it was something like he feels a true connection there with the people.
1: Yeah, and
2: especially true. after something like this happened, like he knows how much he's loved and appreciated. Mm-hmm. And, and You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And that goes a long way. And if you take a look back at the history of the Bills, um, Dermot Thomas, mm-hmm. um, Daryl Talley... Um, Andre Reid. Like, they all still have a part of that community there. Yeah. Now, you can even say Jim Kelly. And here's the funny one about Jim Kelly. When Jim Kelly got drafted, he did. that was the one place he did not want to go. Huh. As a matter of fact, he got drafted by the Bills, but he also got drafted in, in the USFL. Yeah. And ended up playing in the USFL for two years until that folded. Oh, wow. So. I didn't yeah, know Yeah, so. That.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah. So, he did not want to be there. And. Huh. 10 years later, whatever 11 years whatever his playing career was, you can't get him out of that place.
1: Yeah, yeah, right.
2: <laughs> well, and you know what I mean? and, it's not, and look, and it's look, not look a place at the community. you take on the map and say, "Oh, I want to live here," you know what I mean? Like, yeah.
1: And 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 look how the community rallied around him.
2: Yeah. You know, with yeah, his cancer. Yeah,
1: Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so uh so yeah, so he probably, you know, he obviously I'm sure he regretted that decision back in the day. You know, and him being yeah. and him being a Pittsburgh guy, I wonder if I wonder if he really tru, truly wanted to play for the Steelers or
2: something. He probably did. Um, I don't know. I don't think they drafted a quarterback that year, did they? I don't think they did. What year I was that? In, that was the eighty three class. That was LMA, oh Marino. yeah, that
1: was Marino. Yeah, well, Marino's a Pittsburgh guy too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I I don't think they did back in
2: eighty three. But you know what. Jim Jim Kelly would have fit right in in Pittsburgh too. Yeah, he would have. He would. I, I could see him fitting right in there. Mm-hmm. Because that that t- that toughness, that grit, that yeah. you know what I mean, like that. Oh yeah. Well,
1: I remember uh, Dan Marino um, when he came here to. Uh, he was like the chairperson for the Big Thirty Three um, mm-hmm. several years ago, and uh, and the Big Thirty Three is a high school football classic where all the best high school players out of PA play all the best high school players out of Ohio and it's uh-huh. a pretty big deal and uh, Marino was the chairperson that year and I remember him being interviewed and uh, and somebody talked to him about um, the one game where he just got clocked and it was a game that was so out of hand where I forget who was winning big either the Steelers or the Dolphins and, uh, and it was Greg Lloyd Who clocked Mm -hmm. him. And you know, Greg Lloyd is a beast. He's a big guy. He's a big guy. And I remember, and I even remember watching this game, and Dan Marino, when he got hit by Greg Lloyd, he grabbed Greg Lloyd's face mask and just jawed him out face to face. (laughs) And you would think that Greg Lloyd would have just punched him or something, but Greg Lloyd just had his hands down and just listened. And that was the kind of respect that Marino had. And I and uh, and somebody asked him, "What did you say to Greg when you did that?" And this was while he was doing the big thirty three thing. He goes, "You know what? That's something between me and Greg. And mm-hmm. and let me just tell you, it's probably a lot of words I can't say on the air right now. Uh, <laughs> but but he would he he's another guy that I wonder how he would have fit into to the Steelers organization because he was a tough guy." Yeah. You know, yeah. or even Buffalo. But I think Marino was a big fan of playing
2: in warmer weather, too. So. Well, think, think, think of the big three quarterbacks that came out of that class, oh which would have gosh. been Elway, Kelly, and Marino. Yeah. Like, toughness is all of them. Yeah. All of them. Like, yep. that's that's crazy to think. Like, and, and, and not to mention, they weren't, you know, bad quarterbacks either. No, <laughs> no. So but
1: here's an interesting trivia question, uh, and I and I wish I can remember the name of the the guy, but the dad of Duck Dynasty. Okay, um, I, don't, I don't, I never watched the show, okay. but I know well, I didn't either. I but, know who you mean, but he was, mean. he was a uh, a quarterback. Oh yeah, you told me this. Yeah, the same time as Terry Bradshaw, and he was the better of the two quarterbacks. <laughs> you know, and uh, <laughs> just. Just think about that. I mean, uh, think about how he decided to go into a different career path um, as a result where, you know, m- maybe Terry Bradshaw would have been uh, – never – would have made it to the draft if it wasn't for this guy who decided to move into a different direction. So that was, that was Louisiana, Lafayette, whatever, right? Yeah, something like that. I know it was in Louisiana.
2: Yeah. So so, so this guy actually started over Bradshaw?
1: Uh yeah, I believe so. His first year, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Uh huh. That's his claim to fame. I know if I were that guy, I'd be like, yeah, I started over Bradshaw. That's
2: right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now I should the guys. game. Was, the game was too easy. I didn't want to play it anymore. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I let that Bradshaw guy take it.
1: Yeah, he can have it. He. I'm sure he'll do okay. <laughs> Oh, that's uh, funny! Yeah, definitely. But yeah, um, I don't know. We kind of talked about. I I think we kept it positive today. What do you think, Troy? I think
2: so. I think so. Yeah. That's what we were trying to do.
1: Yep. So, but uh, but yeah. So uh, our goal, by the way, guys, is and, and I just thought of this right now, Troy. Maybe you can push okay. for this as well. Why don't we push for a hundred shares of our podcast? Okay. However that looks, maybe I'll even put a link on the. Uh, on our Facebook and then all you gotta do is hit share and say you need to listen to our friends podcast and uh, and I want you to promote it so uh, my, my goal when do, when is, do you want to hit that number by you know what good question I wanna I would love to hit that number within a week okay so let's let's push for it and uh, and so I'll share
2: I'll share it 70 times you share 30 <laughs> there we go <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you can only share it once but you know whatever works uh I I would just love to see I would love to see people locally not you know not because obviously we're we're heard everywhere we're heard in the UK we're heard in India Ireland is our biggest audience uh worldwide by the way uh, outside but, of US Yeah outside of the US uh and UK coming in second so and I think I think a lot of that had to do with wildfire because I don't think we had a UK audience until after them. Yeah uh so we have them to think uh thank but uh also too uh let's let's put in perspective the people that we've interviewed in the past. Mm-hmm. Taylor Marie Wagner success. Wildfire they're they're starting to, to climb the charts. Bill's dad he's getting sponsorships now. You know, mm-hmm. uh, so uh, why don't why don't uh, those sponsors start climbing on board? You know, we we can use a couple sponsors uh, to push our agenda along, right? It'd be nice. It would be real nice, but uh, but look what we're doing, guys. We're bringing success to the table. All you gotta do is just listen and and follow. That's all you gotta do. So help us help us out. That's right. So that's all I have, Troy. Uh, it's been a it's been a good week, and I'll finish my decorations before the rain comes to town. uh, Yes, sir. And uh, hope you have a a good rest of the day as well.
2: Yeah, you also. Take care, and uh, thanks for listening, everybody.
1: Yep, everybody stay tuned and share us. Share now.
0: Share, share, share. (laughs) Thank you for listening to another episode. Please like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, at StayTunedTNH. Email us, StayTunedTNH at gmail.com. And uh, whichever podcast avenue you're listening to us on, Google, Apple, Spotify, Uh, please subscribe, share, rate, and review. And until next week, stay tuned.